Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Hi, Dan. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. This is a weird week. There's no bread commercial because we uh, fixed the audio. Yeah. <laughs> but then the bread commercial sounded fucking weird. So we'll talk about bread later. But All right. So friend of the show, mm-hmm. avid listener, Yaro. Yeah. Who is the guitarist in yes. my favorite the greatest, band. The greatest band on earth. On the planet. Uh-huh. I love this band something fucking fierce. I listen to them just about every day of my life. They're called Evolve. E-V-O-L-V. Go listen to them. He all, of said their, all of their stuff's great. They're about to come out with a new album. It's going to be great. They were supposed to already, but yeah. fucking COVID. I was going to fly to fucking Philly to watch. Do you know what it would take for me to go back to Philadelphia, the worst city on the fucking Literally planet? An Evolve show. Just an that's, Evolve show. That's it. That's it. I, I could be you, sucking you cheese. Wah-wah elsewhere. Yeah. Like, it, you could offer me to suck a cheesesteak out of Gritty's asshole, and that's a close second. <laughs> Close, close second, but only if you're show. allowed to take pictures. Yeah, if, well, I need. If there's no pictures, it didn't happen. Sure. So Yaro, who is a sound engineer in his own right, yes, sends in, hey, uh, you know, this might be out of line, but you know, the show sounds like shit. Uh, keeps real quiet. Everything's fair, uh, and it did. I think I mixed up mics the last time I switched them. That's what I think happened. I don't. Yeah, fuck, yeah. I don't really I'm guessing like know. the settings that we'd had saved for each mic like got flipped somehow. But it and sounded like shit. Yeah. And which is funny because you are a sound engineer. Yes. But I'm the one that's been trying to put all this together. So yes. I sat you down here. You hopefully fixed the EQ, and now we sound a little bit better. Yeah. Do something so. well, never do it for free. Right. <laughs> what the Joker said. That's right. We're well, not getting shit. Uh, <laughs> but I will remind everyone that we have a Patreon. Yes. And if you give us money on the Patreon, we will buy new equipment yeah, and sound yeah, yeah. better. Because yeah, we, we already we're uh, eyeballing some shit, researching, and we we got a list on some things that are uh, budget friendly, but definitely an upgrade. Yeah. So patreoncom slash five by five at the movies. Yeah. Please give us some fucking money. Yeah. Let's hop into the show. Also, uh, thanks, Yaro. Keep it coming. I would like every week for you to tell me how the sound is, if it's and, getting better, if it's getting worse. And also send us the album. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> we have been waiting for this album for, oh, say a decade. <laughs> you motherfuck. We love um, you. I don't. <laughs> Fuck you. Give me the album. All right, let's hop in. Uh, the, the good thing about this episode is not only is there no bread commercial at the top, but we don't have to talk about reviews, charts, Patreon, or emails because we don't have any of them. Big. We can just hop right into the news. <laughs> All right, let's talk. Let's let's hop back into all this this movie theater bullshit and movies and like all the COVID yes, stuff. So yeah, so much of the news this week was it, things getting pushed back, things closing. Here's things where opening. we stand. Uh, friend of the show, director Christopher F. Todd, told me they were going to move Tenant. I said, "There's no way they're going to move Tenant again." <laughs> they made a real big deal about this is a firm date. Yeah, he it texted is not me. Move. He's like, "You fat fuck! I told you." <laughs> uh, so they moved it two weeks. Uh, Tenant is August twelfth now. Okay. Mulan is pushed August 21st. Mm-hmm. Bill and Ted, who was supposed to be like that August 12th space, doesn't want to go up against Tenet. That makes so sense. So they pushed August 28th. Okay. So now we have like, you know, three solid weeks yeah, of we're movies gonna have, we're gonna be that we won't re- be able to see because yeah. we're in fucking Texas. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be having rescheduling wars for yeah. the next year and a half to make up for all of this lost time (laughs) so amc already hanging by a fucking thread on their last dime Mm -hmm. has pushed back their reopening 
to July 30th. Okay. Now, there's a couple, like, smaller B-movies here and there that are going to open up around that time, in, like, yeah. the first week of August. But that's more like their test run yeah. for the big ones. And yeah, they are yeah. also going to open all 450 locations all at once, they said. No oh. more trickling. Okay. Uh, masks at all of them. Seems like a... Folly? Doomed to fail. Sounds like <laughs> yeah. folly. Sounds, sounds like sounds we're still like spiking his... in some places, like Florida, Arizona, yeah. and fucking here. Yeah, and then, like some other places are actually doing much better for various reasons that we <laughs> won't get into on this podcast. Right. Uh, so that that that's a thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, people called it. Uh, I personally think that if they do open in August, these movies are going to have to stay in theaters for so long because if you mm. think about it. If the theaters are at fifty percent capacity, it's gonna take them twice as long to make to their make money. Up the money, yeah. Assuming that that many tickets will sell, right? Like assuming people aren't gonna be staying away from the theater for a while. Sure. Yeah. And then like you lose the buzz of like an opening weekend or an opening week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's oh, it's the third month of ten, and I still haven't seen it yet. Maybe I'll go. Yep. Um, also, uh, I found out that Christopher Nolan's kind of an asshole, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. A Surprising visionary no auteur is kind of a prick who's, uh, in the movie industry. Who's trying to make sure his movie comes out early and earlier during a fucking pandemic where people yep. are dying. Shocking. I know. Uh, but let's, let's talk about something funny first. Uh, that's James Gunn. Hey! James Gunn promises Suicide Squad 2 will be in theaters. He doesn't care. What was that one of your two? <laughs> that was my Sorries. second one last well, th- minute. That's why we got to communicate <laughs> these things. All right. James Gunn says Suicide Squad 2 must come out in theaters, but he doesn't particularly care when. He's like, I'll fucking wait. I'm not Christopher yeah. Nolan. Not his words, but he yeah. doesn't give a shit. Uh, a funny thing <laughs> I liked is uh, and it's, he was doing a Twitter AMA. Someone's like, hey, are we ever going to get a James Gunn cut of Suicide Squad 2? And he's like, yeah, it'll be out in fucking theaters (laughs) yeah and so that uh (laughs) off the bat makes me know that like because of snyder cut we're gonna start seeing more and more either in a good way or a bad backing off not studios backing up i think they're gonna start (laughs) using it as a marketing thing Mm. i think they're gonna be like you know how like avengers went back in theaters and sometimes you know uh some some of the movies go back i think they're gonna start using different cuts to be different theatrical releases to squeeze pennies out of people that are already low on money oh gross that's my theory and people like james gunn are gonna be like i'm not doing that shit but i think some sellout people will yeah that's my theory the dog is literally snoring in the middle of the podcast wake up wake up bud don't cough but wake up it's also got his throat like firmly on the table leg he, <laughs> as he if that sleeps was a real weird position. all right we got <laughs> it can't be good for your breathing bud. we got two pirates of the caribbean movies coming out yep two. yeah we do <laughs> and i've got a little bit of breakdown of each okay. so uh one is in the universe of pirates one through five okay and that so one a technical pirate six. Yeah, that I like. Oh, I like that name. We'll call it technical pirate six. <laughs> uh, that is going to be uh, produced by Brockheimer, like all the other ones. Okay, it's going to be co-written by Ted Elliott, who co-wrote Pirates one through four, but not five. Okay, which is probably good for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> like, co- I'm, not, I'm not on this piece of shit. <laughs> right. The other co-writer they're bringing in is Craig Mazin, who wrote and created Chernobyl on HBO. Okay. So someone who knows what they're doing. All right. Somebody with some some story cred and heat in the, the industry right yeah. now. There's no answer as to whether or not we'll see the recently exonerated Johnny Depp yeah. in the movie. But Brockheimer says this. 
We're not sure quite what Johnny's role is going to be, so we're going to have to see. <laughs> so, I, I'm guessing I guess, right now there's just no plan. Yeah, maybe they're going to wait to see what a like um, the Fantastic Beast three does. Yeah, you know, publicity wise, if people are like, oh, "I'll go see it" because he's exonerated sure. or whatever. Well, the other thing is, if there's still enough fuck Johnny Depp sentiment out there, no matter how long he's in the movie, having Johnny Depp in the movie makes it ninety million dollars more expensive. Oh, because that's his going rate for a pirates movie: ninety million dollars. Oh, and there's more famous people out there that'll do it for much less. Yeah, I Are, thought fucking. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. getting like fifty million for his Tony Stark appearances was crazy. It's ninety for him to be Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, I mean he's the best God pirate you've ever heard of. Uh, now originally it was rumored that Zendaya was going to be in this, but now I can't find mm. any of those articles. Okay. But in my head, I'm like, oh, Zendaya is going to play Red, who's a character in the Pirates of the Caribbean, the Ride. Yeah, I remember you t- saying that. Yeah. Uh, but now all those articles are gone. And now I kind of think that's what the second one's going to be about. But we'll get to that in a second. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you watched Pirates 4 and 5. I don't believe so. I may have seen 4. I definitely didn't see 5. Uh, I, I kind of liked um, uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yeah, that was the 4? That, that's 5. That's the one with Javier Bardem. Oh, okay. Because he's great. And if other than that, uh, and like someone pointed out, like as soon as Kara Knightley stopped being the lead character, they start getting shit. That's why Black Pearl is so amazing. And mm. they get progressively worse because yeah, they start yeah. making it more and more about Johnny Depp when he's like, he's a draw as like this ancillary character. Yeah. Yeah. They took the funny side character and made him the star. Sure. Which you can't isn't do that. what we're there for. Two. This will be <laughs> a Pirates of the Caribbean movie that has not necessarily anything to do with the movies we've seen so far it's a whole new set of characters okay it'll be starring margot robbie okay and it'll be written by christina hodson who wrote birds of prey okay the one the fantabulous huh. emancipation yeah. one miss harley quinn yeah uh it's uh all right it's so gonna be gonna all female-led it's an ensemble movie and it's really just gonna be about margot robbie right, yeah, sure <laughs> well it's gonna be female-led uh which we know is gonna be way better <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, it's just going yeah. to be better That's just it doesn't have the stick of johnny depp on it yeah it doesn't have any like it's brand new so it doesn't have anything on it and we know birds of prey is good and that writer knows what the fuck they're doing yeah. whereas the writer of pirates one through four is probably gonna keep the same shit going on and on yeah. now i kind of think that that movie is gonna be about red Margaret Robbie is going to play Red. Word. So if you haven't okay. been to the Disney World or Disneyland ride, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is an animatronic ride mm-hmm. uh, where there's animatronic Johnny Depp's in every room you go into. Like he's sneaking through the ride with you, and it's really unnerving because it's really kind of spot on. <laughs> but then there's also this female pirate character who's like a badass and like killing people named Red for yeah. her red hair. There's a Funko Pop of her. Yeah. All right. So there's that. <laughs> the, Two of those. The rare Disney ride. Or Disney movie that's based on a ride and not the other way around. Sure. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the It's a Small World After All ride because it's going to be racist as fuck. <laughs> yeah, the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. The movie, yeah, that. Ooh, I think they made that. It's called Song of the South. Oh. <laughs> uh, off topic, not about movies, but they are redoing Splash Mountain. Yeah. Because it's based on yeah, Song the of the Princess and the Frog. Yeah, it's going to be pretty, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck great. Man. I'm for that. Yeah. But don't actually make an It's a Small World After All movie because that ride is racist as fuck. Yep. Okay, uh, <laughs> flash leaks. Two flash leaks from two different places. One's Ooh. The Hollywood Reporter, and I don't remember where the other one's from, but okay. Hollywood Reporter says 
Michael Keaton will wear the bat suit in the Flash movie. Hey, nice. So he's yeah, not necessarily I, just playing yeah, Bruce Wayne. I thought from the wording of some of the articles last week that it was like he's reprising his role as Bruce Wayne. Right. It does not <laughs> you know? say he's going to be Batman. It does not yeah. say he's going to fight crime. It says he will wear the suit. Okay. Uh, and also uh, rumored uh, there will be no Flashpoint Batman. Okay. So the whole okay, movie is based the, on the Flash Wayne style. Yeah. Okay. So I think instead of go like changing time and now Thomas Wayne is Batman, I think it's just gonna be like Batman's fucky and dark, and it's Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. Uh, okay. Rumored was gonna be Jeffrey uh, Dean Morgan. Yeah. Because he played Thomas. Yeah, Wayne. he played Thomas Wayne in uh, Batman v Superman. Yeah. Yeah, for for the three seconds and he, he was, was on screen uh, being the comedian killed, and Watchmen, yeah, in the crime alley, the movie. Yeah, yeah, and he would be and, a badass evil Negan. Batman. And <laughs> I don't like talking about Negan. That character really upsets me. <laughs> yeah. Really, really upsets me. All right, uh, moving on. Chairgate. That's what I'm calling this. I'm calling it Chairgate. <laughs> Anne Hathaway says to Variety that Christopher Nolan bans chairs on his set. No set. No chairs. Says that he has the mentality that if you're sitting, you're not working. Oh, Christ. I had bosses like that. Right. But uh, but one, the, the first reaction is like, how if, ableist if, as fuck is that? I believe it was, if you have time to lean, lean you, you got time, time to, to clean. clean. Sure. Oh, yeah. fuck. Sure. Oh, I want that extracted from my brain. So, <laughs> so comes an onslaught of like tons of pictures of actors sitting on his sets, of course, like on their phones and shit. Yeah. So, and then people are like, okay, so it's not even the famous people. It's anybody else who's working, you know, for less than, you know, SAG yeah. money is like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you're treated like shit. You're a gaffer. You better not be fucking sitting on something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, yeah, it is very yeah, if you're If you're not on screen. You're, uh, we're, we're cracking the whip. Right. Yeah. Now, for a response from Team Christopher Nolan, not the man himself, but like his his people, his, <laughs> yeah, like, his, his, his publicist. His fires team. Yeah. Oh, I like that. His firefighters say, <clears throat> Nolan sets, uh, uh, oh, yeah. For, for the record, the only things banned on Nolan sets are cell phones, not always successfully, and smoking, very successfully. Uh, I, I like how they're, like, talking about the levels of success, like they're Trump or something. Yeah. The chairs Anne was referring to are the director's chairs clustered around the video monitor, allocated on the basis of hierarchy, not physical need. Chris chooses not to use his, but has never banned chairs from the set. Cast and crew can sit whenever and where, wherever and whenever they need to and frequently do, which I'm going to call bullshit. This is like the, yeah. the rubber band opposite. Oh, you're working for me? You sit whenever you want to. Yeah. No, just be a normal fucking human being. The yeah. fact that they immediately came out with this statement makes me think that one, it's definitely true. And two, yeah. are you calling Anne Hathaway a fucking liar? Right. Like she made this up? Like she, not only did she come up with the rule, but came up with his mentality? <laughs> Fuck wow. you. Fuck wow. you, Christopher Nolan. Oh my God. Oh, what a dumb thing. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird thing to to fight about in, uh, you know, pandemic times. Yeah. But just let it go, Christopher Nolan. So, something tells me that his <laughs> yeah. pride is getting worse and worse and worse. Mm. But the whole need to release movies at a certain time. Don't tell me people can't sit on my set. Yeah. Release a statement. Yeah, I think the... Laugh the, it off, motherfucker. Get on Twitter and be like, LOL. Yeah, I think the, the more accolades this dude gets, the the bigger his ego is getting. Yeah. 
Look, Chris, if you're listening, chill fuck the fuck you, out. Dude. Yeah, people give you a half a billion dollars to make a movie. Chill the fuck out. Tenant, I found <laughs> out. I can't remember if I reported on this or not, but it is the <laughs> the largest money spent on like a non IP pro- like a new IP property. Oh shit! All so right. like the most money spent on a movie that is not based on like a book or an existing yeah. property. Yeah, because it's an existing director. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you for your idea of a fucking stupid non-time travel, time travel movie, got the most yeah. money anybody's ever got for an original idea for a movie. Yeah. Why don't you just fucking be happy about it? If you, you, know, if you don't want the seats, fucking sit your ableist yeah. self or stand your ableist self yeah. up and fucking own it or, or just shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Or just fucking Kubrick it. Don't say just, nothing about just it. Just say like, yeah, you know what? I, my movies speak for themselves. This is what I think helps gets the performance out of my people. That, so that's why I do it. Is like, it Cameron or is it um, Bay that like nail guns the, the cell phones to the wall? Oh, I don't remember. I think it's James but, Cameron. Yeah. Like if you have a cell phone go off yeah. on set, he takes yeah, it and nail gun. ships like Titanics. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. But more like yeah. he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to interrupt. He doesn't want to see people on him. So he'll take it and he'll fucking nail gun it to the wall. And like he'll like leave it there through the whole fucking production. <laughs> Heads on pikes. Yeah. Like, do not bring your fucking cell phone yeah. to this production. Yeah, I'm good for that. Director is in charge. But if you don't yeah. want people to say it, fucking just own it. Yeah. Piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. Just say like, hey, look, it's part of how I get my movies made and you all like them. So fuck you. That's that's what happens. Just own it. If that's, I want to be in yeah. a Christopher Nolan movie where all my character does is sit down. <laughs> yeah. The whole time. The whole fucking time. <laughs> all right. Uh, just think of an right. example, but I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, if I played someone in a wheelchair. Yeah. That's yeah, about I was trying to think of like a... Somebody from the Dark Knight trilogy was in a wheelchair or something. No. No. Uh, All right. So HBO Max. (laughs) I really didn't want to have to pay for this. Yeah. I still don't want to have to pay for it. But Mm -hmm. they're going to release a new extended version of Casino Royale. Oh. That is more violent and has more action scenes. What? <laughs> apparently they took them all out for pacing. And then apparently you can like hunt these down like low quality on the internet, but I don't fucking want that. Wow. Because I fucking love Casino Royale. Yeah. It is my favorite movie where someone's testicles get tortured. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. The Bar none. Testicle torture porn movie has things that were more violent that were cut out. I mean, I, I think in the beginning <laughs> where they kind of flash back uh, black and white and it's about him. Oh, okay. Yeah, where he's like killing the people in the Beca- bathroom to become to, a double O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like think that was probably an extended scene that was like in continuity, and then just mm. kind of cut it, made it flash to get it out of the way. That's yeah. my theory. I yeah. have no idea if I'm right. Hmm, interesting. So I, I really didn't want to have to buy HBO Max, but between that and Snyder Cut, I'm kind of sold. Yeah, I want to see a more violent Casino Royale. Do we actually get to see the testicles get pounded? <laughs> I would pay any amount of money to see Daniel, even <laughs> if they're a, prosthetics. Just a, yeah, just a rubber ball sack. Yeah, like, imagine he, he borrowed uh, Will yeah. Ferrell's from Step Brothers. <laughs> Will Ferrell uh, famously kept yes. like the twelve thousand dollar pair of prosthetic testicles yeah. from Step Brothers that he used. Where I'm like, was it worth twelve thousand dollars to not just whip your balls out? I mean, eh, that's that's a good point. Maybe he just didn't want to hurt himself slamming it all over a drum kit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Look, I'll I'll pull my balls out for half that money. I've I've, I've seen some comedians' balls on stage. Like it's sure that was a five dollar show. Yeah. Uh, 
also no no time for die no time for die no time to die (laughs) still coming out november 20th for now okay yeah november feels like a we'll see maybe don't change it yet kind of date this this one bugged me out Mm -hmm. jurassic world 3 yes is bringing back a character that i did not expect Mm -hmm. the character of lewis dodgson oh do you remember when nedry nedfree what's his nedry the, that, yeah, the the guy. Wayne Knight. Yeah, the, the guy who's like, I got, I got, I got dots in, in here. I got dots in here. Yeah, when he gets cares. the Barbasol. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, that guy is a scientist at a rival. Okay. Gem, which we kind of knew, but yeah, he is a character in the books, like a, like a main antagonist in Jurassic World One oh. and Lost World the book. Uh, and then like he like meets Nedry at the docks and gives him the, the three quarters of a million and the Barbasol can Word. instead of in the restaurant. I like that restaurant scene. Yeah. Yeah. Put some, <laughs> some shaving cream, cream on his pizza. pie. There's <laughs> the a pie. pie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got Dodge. See, see, nobody cares. So he's coming back. Um, He's going to be played by a different actor, and I could not have guessed why. Uh, <laughs> so now he's going to be played like, by... Like some deletes, that, or, uh, some tweets that should have been deleted. Way worse. So he's going to be played oh, by Mark Usher, who was in House of Cards for like a couple seasons. Okay. He played Spider-Man's dad in the flashbacks in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Like he has a bunch of weird credits. He's done a lot of stuff, but like you cannot picture his face for the life of you. Like a chameleon... Like a character actor. Sure, yeah. Word. So he's going to play Dodson. The guy who originally played him's name was Cameron Thor, which is an awesome name. Ooh. Uh, unfortunately, not an awesome guy because he's currently serving a six-year sentence for assaulting a 13-year-old girl. Oh. Uh, yeah. So he was... Fuck. He had a couple good credits to his name, including Jurassic fucking park. Yeah. So he became an acting coach mm. and he was acting coach, a 13 year old girl and sexually assaulted. He was brought up on 14 <sighs> counts of sexual assault against Jesus this girl. Christ. 13 got thrown out, which is bullshit. Ugh. But the one that stuck, he only got six years. I say fucking, I say James yeah. Bond is balls and leave him in prison, but yeah. here or there. Christ. So he will not be portraying. Yeah. Yeah. Dodge fucking riddance. All right. Yeah. And I thought the worst thing he did was try to bring, you know, steal dinosaur DNA. <laughs> not the worst thing he's done. Nope. Fuck you, Cameron Thor. Ugh. I hope your testicles get tortured by Mad Mickelson. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, said something that really upset me. Oh, Probably no. didn't upset anyone else, but upset me. Oh, no. Was it about UFOs? No. <laughs> or or vodka? Nope. <laughs> that's funny. Alien head bottle? That's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, while talking about Reitman Jr.'s uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife movie, he said mm-hmm. this. He's passing the DNA of the first two movies directly into a new generation. It's a lot of fun to see these terrific young actors slinging the old Cadillac around and having the equipment in their hands. The story that develops is that uh, the story that develops from that is scary and funny and heartfelt and also funny. He says mm-hmm. that twice because you know he's getting old. <laughs> and it feels... and. It, <laughs> and it feeds into the possibility of more follow-ups with this group and with others who want to join. Okay. He is he is saying that this movie is setting up sequels. Yeah, and that's not like we talk about this all the time. Like, yeah, just just do the one good. You got this Ghostbusters property. Do it yeah. fucking good. Yeah, don't ruin this opportunity. Yeah. you have. Yeah, the trying to make it a franchise is the thing that ruins the most don't of the try time. To, yeah, don't try to boot up the Ghostbusters universe. You don't need that. Just make something yeah. good. Uh, the you reason have an opportunity why it here. works with comic book movies 
is because that's what comic books are. They're already a franchised, serialized crossover storytelling. That's why it works that way in movies. Stop trying to make your movies into a thing that it's not. Carm, just make something good. They'll give you more money later. Just make something good, dude. Yeah. There have been plenty of movie sequels that have been made without planting seeds of a sequel on the first one. Sure. And those are usually better. Usually, yeah, fucking A. They didn't know they were going to make or be able to make Empire Strikes Back That's when they made example. Star Wars. <laughs> they we're just back to made the future. Star Wars. We're fucking Godfather. <laughs> yeah. They just made a good, good thing that people liked and went, yes, more please. Also, if you're listening, put me in the sequel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Keith will fly himself out to your movie I set. will. I'll suck a cheesesteak <laughs> out of your asshole if I have to. <laughs> Just put on this gritty mask. <laughs> Preferably a Wawachi stick if it's I outside mean, of the Philadelphia area. You know, sure. Well, you know, he's got money. He can fly out of Dallas Andrews. All right. All right. Hit me with the Dan news. Dan news. I already <laughs> fucked up one of the stories. Uh, um, that was a very last minute addition. Um, so, uh, what was it? Uh, ah, Chiwetel Ejiofor. One more time. Chiwetel Ejiofor. One more time. Chiwetel edgy for that's fucking impressive dude it's great it is it is phonetically spelled is it which is amazing yeah i i love to bring up when uh john travolta said adele dazine <laughs> yes. trying to say adina menzel's name and then like at the last oscars they're like adina menzel pronounced exactly how it's spelled <laughs> <laughs> josh gad just fucking threw the shit <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. One more well, time. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Perfect. All right. Hit us. Uh, confirmed to Screen Rant that he is in Doctor Strange 2. Great. Multiverse of Madness. Sure. I uh, said, we're hoping to start pretty soon is what I can tell you. Uh, so, you know, as soon as possible, we're all really excited to get going and to get cracking with it. I can't wait. Nice. Uh, so confirmation, Baron Mordo is going to be in it. And the last we saw of him was in the... Uh, the after credit scene of the of first Dr. movie Strange, yeah. where he's turning evil and he's saying no more right. sorcerers. Yeah. And he's going to go kill all the magic people. You know, I can't think of an after credit scene that didn't come to fruition. I'm sure there is an example. Yeah. I, I think it's the, um, uh, the, the, Captain the Marvel. leader. Oh, in, shit. In Hulk, in yeah, Hulk. you're right. Yeah. That's the one that Fuck, keeps, yeah. that keeps bugging me that never paid off. Oh, you see yeah. his head grow and he's grinning yeah. and he's yeah unless like at some point we <laughs> see him on a list of just dead people from gamma poisoning <laughs> <laughs> yeah right like he didn't turn yeah, into the leader just, just killed him it, it cut before his head explode sure <laughs> yeah. uh, i'm thinking of like Maybe the captain like a marvel universal character that they can't one of those weird things yeah when captain marvel's like uh where's fury mm-hmm. but it's because they recut that scene they still had her like it still kind of pays off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. After the snap. Well, yeah. It's implied that that still happened, that, and, she and then that's when for... she went looking for Tony Stark. Sure. Yeah. So I can't think of anything else that hasn't paid off. If, if we're wrong, someone reach out. Well, I know you won't, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Because usually, if they don't have a thing that they know is about to happen, they'll just do like a shawarma scene. Sure. Or like in what was it, Thor? Uh, the dark world. They oh, it's the had, fucking like, cat. Yeah, they had like the weird monster just run across screen. I think my favorite <laughs> nonsensical one is in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. When it's uh, Captain America comes out and he goes, patience. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Makes you wait you... around for nothing. <laughs> yes. 
And Chris Evans has the the biggest shit eating grin on his face. Yes. He's like, you fuckers. Yeah. I finally get to do something funny. Yeah. I like that one. All right. Is that all the news uh, you got? Uh, yeah. Right. I, I'm just, uh, I just sort of had the speculation that, uh, so if the Baron Mordo end scene was in like the chronological time of when that movie came out was 2016. Mm-hmm. So it's been at least four, maybe nine years, <laughs> depending on whether he was snapped or not. Right. Sure. <laughs> of him going around killing sorcerers. Yeah. And we know Dr. Strange was blip was snapped. Sure. So he might've had five years with nobody being protected by Doctor Strange in the magical realm. Well, he's just soaking well, up. Yeah, soaking up power and new knowledge and spells and becoming more evil. And Yeah. Also, I have to imagine that when Doctor Strange was blipped, the sorcerers put somebody else in charge of the New York Sanctum because... But who would have? Because he was the Sorcerer Supreme. But, I mean, like, they can put anyone... Like, when, when uh, the Ancient oh, like, One... Like, Wong was probably still around to, right. like... So, the Ancient One mm. offered Strange, you know, the, the New York Sanctum without him being a full sorcerer yet. Yeah. Like, I think it's just okay. they just yeah, need someone like there to protect in charge it. of the, yeah, the London one there's or three the of them, Hong yeah. Kong one. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, I mean, like, does he come back and he's like, all right, my house, get get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. All right. Hmm. There are two entries in the why the fuck do we need this file this week. <laughs> two big ones. <laughs> one... <laughs> a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Yep. This one, I'm like, we don't need it, but I'm still going to see it. <laughs> uh, now, not the shitty uh, Michael Bay ones where yeah, they look the like Michael Bay produced monsters. Ones. Yeah, so we had, what, three original live action movies. Sure. Then we had a full CG movie. Yes. Which I TMNT. still really like. Yeah. I love TMNT. Yes. That is a solid. And that is the fourth of that series. It's just yeah. animated. And then we got the reboots. Then the reboots. We had two of them. Where which he were transformed my Ninja Turtles. Yeah. He and oh, gave them like human noses and it was gross. It was it weird was so mouths. so weird. Ugh. Yeah. So we had two live action but CG turtles, Will Arnett, <laughs> yeah, in there for no Which reason. I did enjoy Krang in the second one. I didn't see them. I didn't see either of them. I could have sworn I saw two with you in the theater. Did you? That's when we got those 3D glasses. Oh that shit! Were the you're Ninja right. When it was, was for okay. that movie. All right, you're right. That's how fucking forgettable <laughs> it is. You blocked that. I don't remember Krang at all. I don't. Yep. Re- I can't think of that. Anyway, so now they're coming out with a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, movie. new full CG. Full CG, uh, and attached is Seth Rogen, <laughs> yep. and we don't know if he's writing, directing, or both. I think it's just producing. I think it's his production company. Is that what it is? Yeah, because when they started doing like Preacher Party. and all of these other things, like him and uh, was it Evan? What the hell is his last name? Uh, Goldberg. Goldberg. Uh, Gold yeah. Sign. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that guy. Um. <laughs> Those two started like a production company that they just produce other shit that they're like not writing or directing. Uh, I think this is that kind of thing where it's like as JJ has like bad robot productions that he's not directing or writing. This is kind of their thing. I I don't want this because I think there's a writer and a director attached to this that isn't either of them. That makes me happier. Yeah. But the writer... Huh. Is the guy whose IMDb page doesn't have a picture of him, um, oh. <laughs> and he's got like six credits, some of which are uh, short 
stories. Great. And the two that you've heard of are Neighbors and Neighbors 2. No! This Starring Seth Rogen, which this is the connection. Uh, his name is Brendan O'Brien. I remember that because he, a guy with the same name who is not the same person, uh-huh. is one of my favorite record producers. <laughs> He's probably do better. All right. <laughs> yeah, I was All like, right. oh, the guy who did the Incubus albums and <laughs> Rage Against the Machine and like... switching media was fucking <laughs> yeah. cool. All right, moving on. Uh, there is a Twister reboot. <laughs> A Twister okay. reboots in the works. <laughs> Twister. That just broke my brain a little. <laughs> What's your favorite Helen Hunt movie? Twister. Um, Twister. The Bill Paxton Helen Hunt blockbuster yes. where a cow flies past a car because it's in the middle of a tornado. That launched the third version of Van Halen with that one song nobody remembers. Which one? Uh, I think it was called Being Human. Oh. Was the single that they first released in that movie. They did one album with that new singer and then it fell apart immediately. If you look, <laughs> there are amazing dissertations that people have written online about why Twister was a blockbuster. And it kind of <laughs> came in this weird nebulous time of one, it having for the time amazing CG and bank it on that. And two, mm-hmm. nothing around it coming out. Yeah, like it just, yeah, it was like the most amazing like particle simulation, yeah, like technical achievement at time, stuff at sure. the time. So... Uh, Beyond that, it just it had this per- pardon the expression this perfect storm <laughs> of coming out and made it this huge movie that is widely forgettable except the fact that there are fucking tornadoes. Yeah, that's one of those movies that I like taped off of cable and watched sure. the shit out of that VHS. <laughs> uh, but you can't tell me the fucking plot. Uh, yeah, there's there's tornadoes. Yeah, they chase them and then they have the no, little there, robots. There's two teams of robots. One of them is these uh, prick guys who stole their way of tracking. And them. they got cubes. And they got, yeah, and they, they, they got they cubes, got, but the globes. Yeah, they had globes, and then they figured out to use the tin cans and make little wings on them to make them fly, and then that's how it actually worked. Yeah. Okay, bullshit. <laughs> I remember a lot so of now, that movie. So now the Twister reboot is being done with the uh, writer-director of the Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Not the writer, just the directors, excuse me. All right. Uh, so yeah, stop. We don't fucking need this. Stop. Let old IP die. Look, we are in the most fucked if you do, fucked if you don't situation. Because either we get new IP for crybabies like Christopher Nolan, or we gotta reap, or we gotta dig Helen Hunt out of our proverbial fucking grave. I, I literally would have believed you more had you said that the Twister movie was based off of the game <laughs> with the different colored circles. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you spin a thing. Like, wouldn't you right rather see a movie green. based on the board game Twister <laughs> than a Twister the movie That's reboot? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay, gotcha. In the vein of like a Lego movie or a sure. battleship or whatever these board game movies, I would have believed that. What more. if it's a sequel to Ouija? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Battleship? Yeah. Just a bunch of soldiers on deck playing Twister. Uh, yeah, we don't fucking oh, need fuck. that. All right. <laughs> Lastly, uh, your news to lighten the moods is a movie review. Yay. If you haven't yet, 
<laughs> go on Netflix yeah. and watch Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> Holy fucking shit, did I want this thing to fail. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like uh, I am a Will Ferrell fan. Again, stepbrother's fucking genius. A lot of shit he's not. <laughs> I feel like the magic has been gone since he tried to do Anchorman 2, but mm. the magic is back, bro. Word. It's so fucking good. It is musically incredible. It has all these fun cameos that people I kind of recognize from the Eurovision. And yeah. Graham Norton's in it. All right. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's so fucking delightful. It's a little slow as most movies feel right now because like, yeah, my attention span's gone because there's a fucking pandemic and we're all Oh yeah, die. my ADD has been real bad for the last sure. three months. <laughs> but, uh, I went like, I even went and downloaded this, the, the soundtrack. Uh, there is a, um, I got the, an email to buy the soundtrack from the movie. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> it's like, I think it was Amazon advertising sure. the soundtrack to the Netflix movie. It was like, wow, all right. There is an original <laughs> song called Ya Ya Ding Dong that is just fucking delightful. There's like a polka version of Happy in there. The originals are great. Uh, I cannot recommend this fun movie without giving anything away. Uh, the two main characters are in Iceland. <laughs> and they, they, they want to go win the Eurovision Sound Contest, which, if you're not aware, is a thing that happens yeah, every year. All the countries of Europe. It's send, like fucking music Super Bowl of Europe. Yeah. It's a gigantic. It's like American Idol, but like times 100. Yeah. If all of the viewership for the entire season of American Idol did uh, <laughs> did one event, <laughs> that'd be yeah. Eurovision. It is fucking incredible. I cannot recommend Go Go watch that movie. And uh, that's our show this week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for being here, Dan. Yeah. Uh, Glad to walk the 20 feet over. Yeah. Uh, reminder, uh, hit us up, patreon.com slash five by five at the movies. Yeah. Help give us, us buy some us, new microphones. Uh, some new microphones, some new equipment. Uh, you'll get some ads. Who knows when unemployment will run out. Yeah. Get us, I mean, get us some food. Sure. Yeah. Other than bread. <laughs> we have a lot of bread thanks to Signature Baking. Yes, we do. If you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, please get go to signaturebaking.com. Delicious delicious bread they're helping out service industry folks it's fresh mm-hmm. baked. they started doing all family sorts owned. of family owned i love yep. that family yeah i've been to wedding i've been to two weddings for that family yep so now <laughs> also i'll tell you they started doing like uh pastries because oh. it was just free but now they do like like scones and shit and like oh, danish God damn hell yeah yeah i, I wish we were in dallas yeah yeah Alright, well thanks so much to everyone listening. Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined because I am fucking thirsty for it. <laughs> I promise you, if you leave a review for this podcast, I will personally suck a cheesesteak out of your asshole while you wear a gritty mask. Wawa or otherwise. Email us at 5 by 5 I just, just want the taste of talking to somebody yeah. new. You know, <laughs> oof. That is the taste. It's so that was dark. Email us at 5 by 5 film at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or criticisms. Find us on Facebook at 5 by 5 with the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire 5 by 5 network. We'll see you next week with another 5 by 5 with the movies and possibly some ass and cheesesteak on our breath. Hey, roll, roll credits. credits.